Thank you. On this episode. Wow, you already messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> on this episode of the Nailed Podcast, we talk about the new contract between Mar- um, Disney and Sony in terms of Spider-Man. We talked about Nate becoming a cop. We also talked about superhero powers. Welcome to Nailed It. I'm Nate. Yeah, we haven't said our names in a while. I keep forgetting to Me say too. that. I'm David. Maybe. I'm also here. <laughs> I'm that's, Xavier. And that's Xavier. Happy and cheerful as ever. Nope. <laughs> um, so just get on with the car discussion. So Oh yeah, car discussion that we left. How off did you with already last forget? Week. <laughs> oh I know. It was a week ago. It was a week ago. For them. Oh. <laughs> so What what you, are your questions? You well do you want you to go, so you you don't do, have to tell the price because you kind of already told me off. Do you off want air. me to go over the the story real quickly? Recap. recap. Let's let's recap. recap, real recap, quickly. recap do you yeah. even have to go quickly? We got time. So I went. I got to. Well, you went to weeks. Vegas. Yeah, I went to Vegas was and to uh, visit some a friend for uh, his birthday, and because uh, they live there. Was it the friend that used to live by Michael? Yes. So I went and visited him for his birthday. We actually surprised him. <laughs> I um, I talked to his wife and I was like, "Hey, I was thinking about coming out for uh, his birthday. You guys gonna be around?" And he, she's like, "Oh, that would be awesome. We are not doing anything around that time." Did you fly or drive? I flew. I'm not gonna drive that far. Um, you could have Ubered your way down. <laughs> down no, you can't. you can't. You can't really. No. Yeah, Uber oh, only works yeah. within your state. If I wanted to Uber in Vegas, I have to get my another license, another everything. So, what if you took someone from Washington to Vegas? Then that works, but I couldn't get back. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I went and visited a friend, and uh, the so when I go to Vegas, I usually don't ever even go down to the Strip area. I, we do, like, we went hiking, and we do a whole bunch of stuff that are outside of Vegas, the the main town, downtown. The Vegas that people yeah. think when they think of Vegas. Yeah, like, I'm not going to go gamble. I'm going to go and hang out and spend time at a pool or whatever, relax. And so for for her, for his birthday, his wife decided to get him... A, she's like, I was thinking about doing this because uh, he's always wanted to do it. Would you want to go? And I was like, sure. And she's like, oh, I'll pay for you. And I was like, sweet. Then definitely yes. <laughs> and uh, so I had a, I had a chance to. We went down to a speedway and we got a uh, drive for five laps, um, some race cars, which was a lot of fun. I had the choice between. Well, I had a huge list of cars that I could choose from, but it basically narrowed down to basically a Lamborghini and a Porsche for me. And the reason why I went with the Porsche over the Lamborghini was because I heard that the Porsche just drives better. Like the Lamborghini is fun, it's fancy, but at the same time, it drives meh. (laughs) But it's fast. But the Porsche handles well. 
And I was like, if I go out to the track, I want something that handles well and that I'm not frustrated because I only get five laps with. So right. that was my thought process behind that. There's a part of me that still kind of regrets not driving a Lamborghini because I don't know if I'll ever drive a Lamborghini, but I'm not really sure if I... Like, a Lamborghini is a car that I, when I was a kid, I thought it was cool. And then the older I got, the less cool I thought the car was. Because I, I grow up and I'm like, it's kind of a useless car. <laughs> like, I can't... Like, anything I can't take out and actually drive to its limits is useless to me. <coughs> Though a Porsche, I still couldn't drive to its limits. Technically. <laughs> Legally. Legally. There you go. Legally. There was, there but there's a, some, some good back roads that you can do that on. There was a split second where I was looking for a car, and there was a car lot. It was an. It was like a 2001 yeah. Porsche Carrera. So it wasn't the 911, but they wanted. It was like 20 grand. Yeah. And I'm like, there's a split second that I was like, that's the price range that I'm looking for? Yeah. I will say this. After driving the Porsche, I want one so bad. And I was, and I was like, all we have to do is take the house, sell it, and then we can put, then we can buy the car. <laughs> no, you just got to win the lottery. Yeah. So the car I drove was around, if you were to buy it new, is $175,000 car. So, And just for our listeners, the video is <laughs> on our Facebook page at... Uh, Nailed the Podcast. Nailed the Podcast. Uh, and so Nate's complaint was is that I was driving like a grandma. And I was saying the first couple of laps, I have to... I'm trying to get used to the car because it brakes different. It kind of turns different. It's very responsive when I go around corners. Also, they had shifter paddles. Mm-hmm. And I... If I've it, never used those. So yeah, if if I had a stick, I would have been like, oh, it's on. Like right away. But because I was using the shifter paddles, I was also like not... I had to think about it. Like when to shift. Instead, like if I'm doing just the regular... Stick shift, I don't even think anymore. Because I love driving a stick. And I love going around a sharp corner, maybe going 60 around something. I should be going around 25. Okay, can we put time out? So, <coughs> um, well. on <laughs> what kind of paper, like what kind of things did you sign, like insurance-wise? Like what would happen if you wrecked this car? It's they're insured, right? Yeah, they're insured. Nope. Okay. So it's not your car. Right. Obviously. Right. What are you getting at, Nate? Why didn't well, I drive so faster? I Because I'm I was just, just trying to get used to the car. And to, I, there was a small track, and I didn't know how to drive it. If I'm paying almost $100 a lap, yeah. I'm driving the crap out of this car. <laughs> I'm almost guaranteeing I would go faster than you on this track. Oh, <laughs> oh! I hear another bet coming. Oh, so, what's and we uh, can find a different track, and I would smoke you. 
I'm getting excited for no reason. <laughs> um, you two make very funny, also terrible bets. Because <laughs> I know I I don't think you understand that you need to stop betting against Dave. <laughs> because well, there's no bet because I'm not gonna go to Vegas and pay the money. Then. You already told me there's a track here, so <laughs> there's a track. No, but they. They don't have this here. They only visited, I think it was just recently. So oh, maybe they'll do it we again. Can, we can find something. Yeah, we can find something. <laughs> they have go-karts. They got the go-karts at the... But that's not the same thing. It's not uh, the same. No, but... So the Amazon... <laughs> there's, no, there's so the... the, the um, I forget the, sh- the show... Um, all I'm was, saying is, the first couple laps, I'm just trying to get used to the car and to the track. By lap two or three, I'm used to the car, and the shifting is just a little bit off. But I also have an instructor going, like you were like saying, I was listening to the instructor, and he's just like, okay, slow down, slow down. And then he's like holding the wheel. So you, every if somebody's going to pass you, you have to slow down, and then he grabs the wheel, or whatever. So, okay. I don't know. Plus, the the interesting thing is, is so when we were when we were both done, both of uh, me and my friend that went were both like, I didn't even look at the speedometer once. <laughs> like you didn't realize how fast you were going or not. Because you're trying to pay attention to the road. You don't get to see mirrors. Because they have it set up for the... The instructor. For the instructor. So, that kind of throws me off, too. So, And you're turning left the whole time. I'm also... That's right. Yeah, right. Sorry. Turning right the whole time. And that's also kind of a weird way to turn to me. But I prefer left. Like left-handed tracks. You get to see everything that you're going so to. So were you going counterclockwise? Yeah. We're going this... I mean, that would be... Oh, so you're going clockwise. Clockwise around the track. Yeah. I counterclockwise. Go clockwise, counter. I would rather go counterclockwise because it's easier to see everything. Especially doing the inside because you're obviously... On yeah, because you have to go to the outside and then you have to cut across all the way across. Whatever. Anyways, doesn't matter. I, I would suggest doing it. It's a lot of fun. If you can afford it, pay for more laps. It is really expensive. Luckily, I didn't have to pay, but it was a lot of fun. I would probably... I'd actually do the 911 again if I went back because I would really like a chance to really open it up. Um, there is another thing that they do there that I would suggest that looked a lot of fun. Which they have a profession. You can get in a car with a uh, a drifter, a professional drifter, and he's out there on the track while you're driving, and he just drifts around everything. So he'll like they were telling stories of like the car just like drifting around somebody and being like a couple inches from people. <laughs> That's what he does. He drifts. So you can pay money and just get in the drifter car and just have a a little little fun in that way. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it's something that I would 
want to do. But again, I don't right. see my. So what I see here is Nate is us challenging to do a race around the track. You get to choose your car. What do you? What what car would you choose? You don't know because you would wouldn't. Ch- know I would choose there. the. Well, you gonna choose the Lamborghini? If, if it was the Lamborghini or the 911, 911, because I'm a Porsche fan. Yeah, I want one though. This handles so amazingly. Anyways, let's get on to life. That was my my time in Vegas. That's that's what I've been doing lately. I did. I've been just working, and then I went and visited some friends. Vegas. Uh, when this comes back, I'll be back from another small vacation, but we're going out camping, which is out in the middle of nowhere. Xavier, anything yeah. going on in your life? Uh, no, I was actually looking on this app for something. Anyways, uh, no, nothing really particular. Like I said, uh, last week, everything is boring in my life, honestly. It's either, it's either I'm playing a game or I'm watching anime. Oh, okay. Nothing too particular. So I have a... I kind of wanted to talk about The Dark Crystal. Oh, did you finish it? I finally finished it. Uh, the the show, right? Yeah, the, so they came out with a prequel to the original movie. I think we brought it up two weeks ago. Yeah, we basically talked just... Briefly about briefly it. About it. <coughs> All I said was it's Dark Crystal and it's got Mark... Uh, Hamill in it. Mark Hamill in yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so finally got to watch the whole thing and the thing is game of thrones ish where there's a lot of characters that you want to stay alive a lot of people die in okay. it. and there's a lot of it's slightly disturbing <laughs> is this the netflix dark yeah. crystal yeah the netflix dark crystal it's very dark very crystally. No. <laughs> is it? So, I heard Dark Crystal and I, all of a sudden, everybody's, when it, they first announced it, everybody's like freaking out. Oh, Dark Crystal. I've never heard of this show before. Well, have you seen the movie? No. no. Not that I can recall, so probably not. And that's probably why you don't have the same excitement as other people. But, so I wanted... Going into, um, like, turning on Netflix, that's, like, one of the first things that pops up is Dark Crystal. Can you watch it without not knowing anything about it, do you think, David? Okay, so this is a prequel, so you don't really need to know. Um, The original one came out in 1982, and it is a Jim Henson production thing, so it's all puppets. There's no... Puppet mutts, Muppets and whatnots. Yeah. Puppets and if Muppets. If you like Yoda... But this is... So that's, that's one of the things I... It's kind of... It's a it's it's a sci-fi, but like a really... It's interesting for Jim Henson, because Jim Henson is known for lighthearted, and this is something that's really dark. And, uh, and so the, the premise of the story, of the original story, is there is... <clears throat> a crystal of of life that's basically out there that these other creatures worship and there was a shard that was taken from the crystal 
And ever since it's the shard's been gone, it's basically been tainted, and it's basically slowly been turning everything pretty much dark and evil. Mm. So the premise of this one, of the original one, was taking the, the... They found the shard, and then one of the people is challenged to go out and put the shard back in in order to restore peace back to the uh, to the universe mm. or whatever. And then they have these big giant bird creatures that are like, they're called Sketskis and they're in charge of everything and there's this whole um, oligarchy or whatever or, or, uh, hierarchy okay. of people and the Sketskis are at the, the top. And they rule everybody with an iron fist. Mm. Mostly because they're big and everybody else is small. And also, they are basically immortal. But they are slowly been dying. Well, not dying, but their life force has been drained. So they use the... They harness the power of the crystal in order to sustain their life. Mm. But it also makes the darkness grow faster. Wow. <coughs> so the first one is getting the shard back, and mm-hmm. then this one leads you from the beginning of where they wanted to start the story into an area where they find the shard. Ah. Uh-huh. Um. But in the process, it is it is very dark. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Is it it's it's a good series, but if you're not ready for a dark Muppets thing. <laughs> It's probably not for you, but if you, it's it kind of reminds me of like a dark anime type thing. Okay, but it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I would give it a high seven eight. Okay, for that, but I'd recommend it. Any questions, Nate? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Was, I don't know. I don't know. Really um, no. So when I turned it on, I. Didn't know anything about it, obviously, and I wasn't expecting puppets yeah. or like the puppet-ish type. Right. Well, so. it, it, it's it's a it's a fantasy setting where they at least I think with this new one they mix the puppets with CGI, right? No, it's all puppetry. All puppetry? I thought yeah, I heard kind of like CGI. CGI. I was, I'm sure there is a little bit of CGI in there for but for the most part, like for some of the movements, right? But it's almost all puppetry. Okay. No, so I mean, it just kind of threw me, um, and it was so like, I would say eleven o'clock when you, I watched you, it. So I you don't have to watch the original movie to enjoy it, but when I was watching it, I was like, I wish I would have watched rewatched the first one again because it would have brought back more of the characters that I. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Right. So I was like. You, you kind of wanted that nostalgia factor. <clears throat> More of the factor of remembering who certain people are and their, and where they were in the story that, like, I don't remember the importance of certain characters. Uh, like, you see somebody show up, and if you're probably watching it for the first time, you're like, who the heck is that guy? Mm-hmm. But I remember them being in the original one, and they explain who they are. Mm. And in this one, it just kind of 
just brushed goes, over it. Just kind of brushes over it. And you're like, I know that person's important, but I I can't fully connect the dots mm-hmm. really. So it's very good. Like I said, don't have to see the original one. I would say. Would you recommend it? I would recommend. What I was going to say is, I re- recommend to see the first one. That way, you can understand the kind of the who these people are because they do a, a little bit better job of explaining that. But mm-hmm. I was shocked in how many people die in this, <laughs> in kind of gruesome ways too. I am. So, what else is new with you, Nate? What else are you watching? Um. I haven't really been... Well, so I just started um, season two. I watched uh, the first episode and part of the second of Mindhunters, also on Netflix. Um, What is that? So it's basically the story of So I watched the first season of that just recently. Did you? Yeah. Um, So the first season was really good. It's basically the um, part of the FBI... That, how would you explain it? The psychology so of it, serial killers. So be- oh. like so basically, um, before this guy did what he did, which he's he went and took it upon himself to interview serial killers, and then they got such good information for it, they actually started using it. To profile, profile. That's what I was. Um, serial killers and try to uh, figure out how to talk to the serial killers, how how they would think in certain situations, and to create a understanding of what may or may not be going on. So they at least have something to go off of. <coughs> so it starts off with in the first season. It starts off with him interviewing a uh, a certain s- serial killer and he has to convince everybody that it's a not a waste of time to do mm-hmm. this and he finally gets another cop to go in there and well another FBI agent to go in there and see what he's doing and he's like there's something here I you know because they're instead of they're just having a conversation with them Mm-hmm. And just asking them questions on you know why they did what they did and stuff like that yeah, and thoughts and kind of what he was thinking and all that right because they're they're just like you're in here for life so we just kind of want to understand you mm-hmm. <laughs> and the first guy they talk to is one of the serial killers that he's just kind of a talkative guy anyways right he just kind of blahs everything out. And then other people they eventually talk to are a lot more elusive and so they have to navigate their way through it. And he has to use certain tactics that the FBI does not agree with. Mm. <clears throat> so it's very interesting. But this is how the FBI became got their database on how a serial killer works. Oh. So there's a TV show... Um, I think it's almost finished. I think it's on its last season, but Criminal Minds. Right. Um, they are basically this agency, like, years later. Oh. Kind of thing. Like, this is how that sort of thing 
started before it was even a an a part of the FBI. Mm. Kind of like how it became and how they um, uh, brought this to profiling and um, how they profile a serial killer and um, right because in the in the very beginning of the show. You know, so they talk to the one serial killer, so they kind of get a little bit of understanding. And their job was to go into different police precincts, 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 and uh, discuss some of the FBI tactics on solving crimes or mm-hmm. whatever. And at the end of almost every one, some cop would go up to them and say, "Can you take a look at this murder?" And they would be like. We don't really know. We can't really help you because there is all these, basically, different serial killers or different killers out there that were doing certain things in certain ways, and there's like, we can't help you. Right. We would love to, but this is beyond what we know. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of sparks them to go follow this lead, and it's a very interesting show. Do you guys like cop shows? I do. I don't. Really. Okay, so then let me ask you, what's the appeal of a cop show to you? Um, Bad Boys. <laughs> yeah. That's his, well, and Bad Boys is his favorite movie. Um, high school, that's what I wanted to be. Uh-huh. Um, and, I don't know, it's just always... The what is it? So like, Criminal Minds, um, just kind of the way that they uh, do things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think of what the best cop show that I. So do you not like cop shows? Xavier? Not necessarily. I mean, I I get it. It's very interesting in terms of how do we solve this mystery. And I guess I can't really, like, I I can't say that I don't because if you really want to look at it, the superhero shows like Flash and Arrow and and Supergirl and all that stuff is effectively a cop show with people in not police outfits. Right, in spandex. Right, but I'm watching it for the superpowers or the stories between the characters. I don't care too much about uh, how the villain supposedly jumped into the bank and stole all the money without anybody. I don't care about that. If the villain's cool, then yeah, it's fine. Um, Realism, I think, it plays a factor into it. Like, Yeah, because um, I definitely don't like realism most often. I, I My entire deal and the way that my brain works is I'm a... Uh, I like to look for a escape into a different world, you know, where the superhero is like, well, that'd be cool if I had a superpower. I'd probably abuse it, but that'd be cool if I had it, you know, versus like, I'm a cop. Wait, which superpower would you want? Super speed is always cool. You get you get one. So you get one. You get one. No Superman stuff, Nate. What? <laughs> <laughs> one one power. I think, I think super speed would be dope because, granted, depending on how time and the speed physics work, and if we're going on flash rules, 
If you have the power of the Speed Force, you can literally do anything. Um, flight would also be dope. It'd suck for when it rains, though. It's true. It'd be like riding a motorcycle in yeah. the rain. Yeah. Uh, and then you'd also have to watch out for airplanes. You're right. not invulnerable. Right. Like, you can get hit by stuff. And have you ever been driving and had a, a little rock hit your windshield? But I guess when you're, you're going fast. Yeah, but if you're flying, you're in the air. <coughs> so I'm just saying, if you're flying and you're in the air, and something small hits you, you it's probably going to go through you. Probably, yeah. But and then like super <laughs> super strength. Now, when you're thinking of super strength, does it just mean you're super strong, or are you also super durable? We're gonna throw in super durable because I feel like that usually goes along with, with super strength. Super strength. Yeah. See, that would be cool, but what would I lift? There's, I don't go out patrolling the streets looking for houses to throw off. You could room. win powerlifting competitions. But that's abusing the power. That's not abusing. Yeah, it's no, totally I, you, abusing okay, the power. Okay, so you could totally... Let me, let me explain it to you this way. You could totally join the NFL and you're just, you'd be running people over. Exactly. Abusing the power. Well, Xavier, I mean, yeah. if you have... Yeah, exactly. If you're smart... And you don't use it, then people think you're wasting your ability, your time. I do already have people thinking of it. <laughs> I know, but like if you're talented at something, then just go with the talent. So if you're super strong already, then just do super strong things. But I don't think powerlifting works. Or okay, I understand what you're saying. If I have the ability, I'm gonna win. But just use it, right? But then, but then it goes along the lines of. Okay, so I go to this power competition, right? Are you doing any drugs? No. All right, you're doing everything legal, right? Yeah. So then, in the in those competitions, the strongest person wins, right? I'm, I'm assuming so. I don't watch Muscle Man. I don't either, but the strongest person wins, right? Okay. So then, why aren't you the strongest person? Because I don't want the alien FBI people to probe me for how I got super strong. Yeah, but you can, you can nerf your strength. No, dude, it's all or nothing. <laughs> so, so just, uh, I'm one punch manning this. If you tell me to lift this, I'm sending that to space. Yeah, but that's the problem. <laughs> you don't one punch everything. It's like getting a job and then you... Like, if you get a job... Like, at our old company, if you were a job in sales, if you went out there and sold the best the first time, the next year you have to beat it. Right. So they tell you to basically sell to what we're asking and then maybe a little bit more mm -hmm. for at least the first year or two. Right. So you don't have incredible crazy numbers to go up to. That's all you have to do is just go to the, the line and just slow down. You don't need to chuck the weights into space every time you do a deadlift. You were trying to drive a car fast when the man was telling you to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't use the power. <laughs> I'm just no, I'm, I, I don't... That's what I'm saying. I don't see it as an abuse of power. I think it is... You are actually... I, 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 guess, I guess it determines what am I gaining from the muscle man competition. Yes, I'd be using my power, but if I'm just using my power for money, then it becomes more of a moral issue with me. Why? Because I could be doing so much more. But you won't do it with more. No, I'm getting money for myself. That's being selfish with my power. That's, everybody tells you that's selfish. How, I, I know that's selfish. I, 
So I could be helping people. So if you have a bunch of money, it's only selfish if you keep it for yourself. So what, am I going to win the money and then just donate it? You can keep enough for what you feel like, and then you can donate the rest. I think I'm going to save people instead. You, you can do both. I, I can't, I can't like... Like, what situation in life does the strong man usually actually be needed? It's rare. Building. Yeah, like a burning building. Like, you you could be a firefighter. You can just, legitimately, this is just Luke Cage. If you think about Luke Cage, because he's durable and super strong, right? Right. Yeah, but how firefighters are volunteers. That's true. They don't get paid, a lot of them. Nope. <laughs> when they do get paid, it's not much. Well, if you get full-time, it is amazing pay. Yeah, and you only work, you work like three days on six days off yeah but you get paid for the time off what is happening right now (laughs) so did you come up with an answer for I forget what we were talking about well so I don't know the cop wait the cop thing sure yeah yeah it was kind of like the realism oh okay you like the realism yeah Yeah. I hate realism it sucks see I don't I was never a big fan of like the show Cops or anything like that. I find those so, to be so funny. I, watch, I, I was never a big fan of that type of stuff. I watched that every day after <laughs> I it don't, was Cops and then it was uh, Rescue 911. Yeah, I I didn't like any of that stuff. Like All that stuff kind of annoyed me. But You know what's good is... Um, I, I like the psychology side of all the stuff. Live PD. It's newer. Wow, it's like could a, you stare daggers any harder? <laughs> <laughs> There's a database, well, not a database, but like a home thing, and then they have so many officers that are always on camera, mm-hmm. and they just, they just go, go become calls. a cop. No. It's too tall for it. I am definitely way too tall for that. That's a lie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Dave. Good, good talking. <laughs> Oh, that was great delivery on that line, man. I'm proud of you. That was so good. Oof. Oh, I'm in my night. I'm too quiet for that. To become a cop? I believe so, yes. I'm, is that I'm, you saying that? Or is that the me, cop no, saying, that's me that? saying that? I, I think I think it Nate, depends. didn't you watch Police Academy as a kid? Yes. What was the name of the girl in it that was quiet and they got her to sh- shout and be loud? I don't know. Her name. I don't remember her name either. I, I but anyways, not. you can do it. I feel, I feel like if it came to a situation where you needed to get somebody's attention, that you would be able to project your voice in such a manner at high volumes in which it would catch the attention of the perpetrator. You can speak loudly, I believe in you. No, yeah, I can. <laughs> so then, why why not? Be you know, follow your dreams. No, follow your nose. Wait, no, that's Fruit Loops. Anyways, <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, I guess I guess that was more of a personal question. It's and the 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 process. Like I don't want to be. Um, like the 
I don't know. One thing is interviewing. That's one thing that I just don't like. You just don't. But and then um, interviewing like cop interviewing for the job or you interviewing the perps. Both. No interviewing like for the job. Okay. Because I know that you sit in front of like the the chief and like the sergeant sergeants and. So it's a board, basically, that you right. sit in front of. Mm-hmm. Xavier, um, Nate is too nice to be a cop. <laughs> I, I want to say that. I want to say that. I don't yeah. believe that for a Way second. too nice. Um, <laughs> Just tell him that his favorite football team sucks. See what? See see what? See how fast <laughs> he flips that switch. You mean how the Cowboys are going to lose this week? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and they're a terrible team. Oh, he's hitting the threshold. One more, and it's gonna be a fist fight on Mike. Um, I mean, it's not their fault. They're gonna lose to the easiest. Do it. <laughs> Give him to your hatred. <laughs> uh. Oh, they're serious. I love you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. I. Um, <laughs> no, I thought about. Um, corrections officer. Okay. Um, and I'm still weighing weighing that. That option. Right. Um. But, I know, Pierce County is looking for. Um, them right now actually they just posted something but their thing is they want their kind of like a, a stepping stone to get into Pierce County Sheriff okay um cause I did go to one of their their workshops um it's basically like a tour of the jail and um sat down in front of an officer and they kind of Briefly gave you information about uh, what the job entailed and what the the process is like, mm-hmm. like the hiring process. Right. And so they had a table. They had two officers sitting on the other side, and they had this chair. So you walk in, and your your first thought would be to move the chair as you're sitting down and kind of like adjust it. adjust it up to the table. Mm-hmm. They looked at me and like as soon as I um, finished sitting down and getting situated, they're like, yeah, don't ever, if you go in, ever go into one of these board meetings, don't ever move the chair, don't ever touch the chair. They're like, just sit there. And that's one of the things that they, I don't know, it was just... I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, right off the bat. Could, could right you, off the bat, like I... Could you handle some... all the strict rules? So that's... I mean, I could, but... But would you want now, to? Nowadays, the world today, you, you see a cop and then you see someone that they're dealing with and you got like five cameras on you. So I my experience just, with I don't know that's with just copying is copying? I would, would be thinking it's either like Reno nine one one 
or it's like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. That's my version of the copying that I want. I feel like I could fit in well with probably more the the Reno 901 yeah. crowd yeah. over the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Just because Terry has... He's such a big man, and I'm so short. I mean, <laughs> and it would just—he would just tower over top of me. But I feel like I could be good friends with Charles. But he's such good friends with the Andy Sandberg character. I—I I think I would be like the side friend, and it just wouldn't work for me. You've thought about this before. Now, <laughs> you, there's no way. Like you've had to have thought about this before. And I pretty much. Would struggle the whole time because I would have a thing for Torres and she would hate my guts the whole time. Who? But the, the Torres, the the girl cop that's always the badass or whatever. Oh, um, no, Santiago's the other one. Yeah. Um, her last name is not Torres. Oh, which I, I, I know who you're talking. Rosa. Rosa. Yeah. Rosa. Yeah, Rosa have a thing for her, but she would just. Like, I'd be like a side character as well. Which just wouldn't work for me. I feel like the Reno 911 crowd, I'd probably be like one of the main stars. <laughs> I can agree to that. Yeah, see? Yeah. I could fit, like, right. I could just, you could just throw me in there and I'd automatically be a character. Mostly because they wrote something for me. Like, it's not like I just walked in off the set or something like that. Because if I walked off the set, they'd probably throw me out. And, I mean, just depending on the situation, unless they need he extras for the moment. For time. <laughs> he is really killing well, for so time. I'm trying so to help you out. <laughs> there was two things that I did. Um, killing. So my senior, my senior. I'm year, trying to give him time to think. My senior year. He's not thinking when you're talking. <laughs> no, I was listening. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's all important. <laughs> I understand. My senior year. Um. I, we lived in Kent, and I went, um, I was gonna, looking into being, um, an explorer with the Kent Police Department, and I was, so I went and visited that idea. The thought came to my mind that you were exploring explorers. Yeah, I was exploring explorers, basically, (laughs) yeah, technically that's true. Um, but at that same time, my friend was like, Hey, water polo's starting. We need people on the water polo team. So I didn't really um, do any sports for school. Like, I played sports outside of school. So I'm like, sure. So then I did that instead. I joined the water polo team. Um, And then bounce head. Uh, I was... 19? 19. Um, I joined the Explorer program for Pierce County Sheriff's Department Mm -hmm. and did that for almost just under a year. And their their age limit is 20. What's what's an Explorer exactly for those who don't know? Explorer, so um, usually it's a program for um, younger aged to troubled kids. No, not troubled, but if you want to be a police officer, people that have issues. usually um, cities have an explorer program where you meet 
once a week, once every other week. Um, and you just kind of learn. It's kind of a way to get your foot in the door. And in, yeah, in that aspect, get your foot in the door. Because um, you have door closes mm-hmm. right on you your foot. instructor. And I broke my ankle so, once like that. Pierce County, we had two instructors that I were both sheriffs. For pushing right through that. <laughs> <laughs> we had two, two instructors that were sheriffs, and we had one officer who was that worked at the jail. Right. And just a quick side note that um, the sheriff is now married to my cousin. So jealous. What? Nothing. Continue. Wait, he him jealous being married to his cousin? Yeah. Nate, no, did you want to get married to your cousin? That's what it is. <laughs> I'm just, I was just confused. Did um, I throw you off your game there for a second? So yeah, that I mean, yes. it's basically because you meet different officers, um, and then basically if you do it long enough, like I um, just got just under a year of doing it. Um, but if you started, I think you could probably start when you're, um, first start high school, mm-hmm. that, that age range. So. Right. Like 18 to 20. What? Driver's license, 16 to 20. But you, you... I started late. Like oh. I, st- I learned about it, um, my senior year. Okay. But because I didn't pursue it then, cause at the same time right, I was but thinking senior, about it senior year isn't 16 it's generally 17 to 18 right I was 18 at that point okay, but, but I didn't start it. you can start it you can, yeah you can definitely okay. start it earlier than that um, and then I revisited that um, and went online and found that Pierce County had an explorer program and this was when I was like a year later when I was 19 and so I went and ended up joining, but it was only f- for almost about a year before I hit that age range. And that age range basically goes to the age range where you can now become a cop. Mm. So that's kind of where it's getting your foot in the door is because right. you, if you do it from the beginning up until then, now you've met all these officers and you... Like, you have connections to San Mateo. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right, and they uh, kind of will help you out with right. the interview yeah. process and everything else. Okay. So that... So, end all be all, do you still want to be a man in blue? No. I mean, not in the era that we're in now. Fair enough. Okay. So, we have a couple of roads we can go down here. Uh, we're done with your cop talk. Yes. Uh, the, na- the name of this podcast is going to be something akin to Walker, Texas Ranger with Nate and Seattle put into it. Ooh. Just going to let you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so we have a couple topics that we can talk about before we end the podcast. we got like 15 minutes and some change. Um, we can talk about the Sony Spider-Man deal. I kind of would like to talk about that. But what's your other topic? I'm tr- I, I had it and I lost it. The superhero thing got me all messed up. And we were talking <laughs> about the cops thing for so long I forgot. Cops filmed on location. Yep. Yeah, so I guess it's really just a Sony Spider-Man thing. I can't think of anything else that's come out recently. I got a quick glitch for Borderlands. Whoa. Okay. Not really glitch, but... That was out of so, left field. Because <laughs> well, I've been thinking about it. 
<laughs> and is that so what? I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little 13 at the point. So me and my friend were playing online, um, the campaign online. Right. It was me, him, and his friend. And we're all at the same level, 9, 10. Right. And then the friend of his friend joins in. And because my party's open, so you can have up to four players. Yep. And he joins in, and he's level 41. And my friend, right off the bat, is like, kick him, kick him. I don't want him just freaking demolishing everybody before we get a chance to actually kill the bad guys. Right. And so I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll kick him. So I kicked him, and not but two seconds later, he calls his friend, and it's like, why did this guy kick me? Da, 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 da. And so my friend's in the background, like, well, because basically that same reason. I don't want, you're level 41, we're level 10. Um, and he's like, no, it kind of kind of situates around the host, is what he said. So we're like... Right, right, no, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bump up to the dude's level. Um, well, no, it would be more like, he is at his level, but we're playing at, we're facing level 10. Depending on what mode you set it on. Because the way that they did Borderlands 3 is that they put two different modes. One where um, everybody's level is on them, and that's what the enemy's level is. So, like, if we joined together, you were, like, level 13 or 14, and I'm level 15. If I jump into your game and you mm-hmm. have it on that specific mode... Um, You're level at, 14. No, no, well, no, the enemy's, enemy's health will be scaled to me, and the enemy's health... If we're, like, shooting the same enemy... It, it's scaled to whoever's shooting. So it, it effectively dumps me down, in a way. Right. But I still have all my it BS. It makes you a level 15. Right, right. But it's mm-hmm. not a real thing. It's just you have the ability of the... You have all the added stuff of the higher things. Right. But you, it just cuts all of it to what it needs to be. Or uh, the other option is I jump in and uh, everybody else is like a leaf to me with a giant world-shredding gun. So, so it just depends on which one that you guys were playing at the time. So he's telling us basically what you just told us. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, whatever, join. So he joins back in, and um, he's like, oh, by the way, I have this gun that after I mine so much of this certain thing, I this gun shoots like a hundred guns. Right. So, so it takes the nerf thing away. <laughs> no, so oh, we're like, okay. you're talking about the gun that makes guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're That's like, fun. okay, so um, we finally get to the part where we get on the ship and we are in space, uh-huh. and um, he basically shoots that gun, and all these level 41 guns yeah. come out. Yeah. So we pick up all these guns, take them right over to this machine, and sell them for 5,000. 6,000, yep. 7,000, right? Yeah. So, in the span of a minute and a half, I'm now at $150,000, we'll just say. $150,000. Right. I didn't do nothing. I just had... That's not a glitch. Well, I'm not saying it's a glitch. It's not a glitch, but it's a... Um, uh, what do you call I mean... It's using the game to your advantage. It's like using You're your super... it. Exploit. Yeah. Nate, Nate, yeah. it's kind of, the way I would describe it is, using your powers in a weightlifting <laughs> competition, <laughs> even though you know that you can beat everybody. 
So, because no. there's the only, the only for me, for me and the my friend and his friend, the only good they do us is to gain money because we can't use them because they're level forty one. You can't lose. It's kind of each gun has a a level limit, so if it's much better than obviously forty one. You have to be level forty one. So all we're doing is we're picking up these guns, selling them. So, um, and at the same point, you unlock. Um, this thing where you can buy um, more placement for ammo. Uh-huh. Um, which the storage saying, deck upgrades essentially allows yeah. you to carry more ammo, more backpack space. More, more backpack bank. space. So oh, I'm a level so. 10 and I got 30, 30 spaces in my backpack. Um, and I... Did you say thank you? Oh yes, I definitely okay. said thank you. But <laughs> it's just kind of like an exploit because... Otherwise, you're you can't make 150 grand in a minute and a half in that game. Not, I'm, this not is, mm, this, can you? This is level what, 10. This is what I'm going to say real quickly. Maybe I am going to choose super fast healing as <laughs> my superpower. That's it. I wanted to say that because I've been thinking about that and I'm holding it for a while because I was thinking about. I know it's off topic, but I was thinking about the flight thing. Everything else you do, like if you could run fast, more likely you're going to hit a stone randomly and you're going to trip or something. And then you're going to fall and you're going to bust yourself up really good. If you can heal fast, then you can basically be, do whatever you want and not really worry about it. Well, how so fast, that be how fa- then? How fast like is how your... Fast is, would, yeah. yeah, how fast is your healing factor? I'm going to go with like Wolverine style. That one's inconsistent. Okay, we're gonna go Deadpool movie style then. Okay. No, I no, would, I wouldn't would, like that he's, because he's I don't. Technically I, dead, right? Deadpool? He's, no, he's no. not. He's he, he's alive. He well, just I mean, got. So he, he has he has terminally ill cancer, and when they activated his his metagene, his his healing factor is kicking in so hard that the cancer can't kill him. But unfortunately, he got burned in the process beforehand, so he left in that state. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so if someone shoots you, yeah, I may die, but I'll come back. Okay, that just allows me to do a lot of crazy stuff and not really worry about I'm it. I'm not really you cool with that because if you get your hand chopped off, then you got baby hand. For like at least a day. Yeah. No, I'm good. I just, I can make great YouTube videos yeah, I bet like you can. with the little no. hands. <laughs> You're like, oh baby. No. No. <laughs> it'd be hilarious. Be, it'd be creepy. I feel like you'd it's cringeworthy. Make, and I would do so right many now. crazy stunts. It would be insane. Looking like okay. a here on Heroes. Yeah, exactly. Alright, so let's let's swing for Spider Man and you guys can do the football thing and we'll call it. So and I don't think it's really an exploit in the game. I think it's an exploit. It's absolutely an exploit. I, th- I feel like you're just enhancing your chances of winning. So an exploit. An exploit. <laughs> <laughs> it's an exploit. Well, that's what I I used to tell people. It's not cheating. It's enhancing your chances of winning. So it's cheating. <laughs> it's like it's like in Grand Theft Auto, the very beginning, um, when online first came out, and you bought a motorcycle for three thousand dollars, put in six thousand dollars in upgrades. You went to Nate, the I know shop what... and you hit start as the shop opened and or as soon as you hit sell bike for 
10 grand or nine grand or whatever. Um, and then you hit start and then you went back to restart and then it puts you back Nate, out there with the motorcycle. I the get it. I exploited this in Boulder's Gate because there was the, it took forever for you to upgrade your guys in the original Boulder's Gate. But we found that if you lay all your stuff on the ground, save it and exit, come back in, everything's back in your quiver and everything's on the ground. So you pick all that stuff up and you sell it <laughs> in the game. That's exploiting in the game. I get it. Let's talk Spider-Man. All right, Spider-Man. Go ahead. Give us the story. Okay, so the story so far of Super Spider-Man is that Sony and Disney had a fight. And... Huh? What? So Sony was like... Well, Disney was like... We want more money because we're making good movies and you really aren't, except for Into the Spider-Verse. Sony was like, nah, I think we got this. We think, because at the time, Disney was making 5% off the, the gross income and Sony was making the rest of the money. And Disney was like, just so you know, our contract is up and also we would like to make more money because you're not really good at making these movies. Sony says, I beg to differ. And they were like, we're taking, we're going to, we don't like your deal. We're going to take we're, a spider ball. We're going to take a spider ball and go home. Then Sony came back at them and said, hey, we'll try this other deal where you get Venom and Spider-Man for like 7%. And, and Disney was like, um, no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. And I kind of would like to envision the conversations that Sony and Disney would have about the whole thing. It, I, like, Sony going back to their headquarters and going, yeah, we can make a great movie. Just, I mean, look at Venom. Look at, look at the last couple Spider-Man movies. And they're like, uh, you know, those tanks really bad, don't you? No, no, they're, they're great. We can, we can do it. We can do it. And Disney's just sitting over there going, we've already made two good spider It's not even Disney, it's the mouse. The mouse. <laughs> the mouse. The mouse is just sitting over there going, we've already done it. And <laughs> we, made, we made more in two movies than you did in all five of your movies. Yeah. In one yeah. of the movies. And so, finally, they have renegotiated for two more movies with Spider-Man are going to be in it. Um, one that's going to come out in 2021 <coughs> already. And then one's, another one's for the future date. I don't know when. And the new deal is Disney gets 25% and Sony gets the rest or whatever. Mm. Um, which I'm sure Disney would like 50 but... It, at this point, they just want him in the universe. Right. And 5% was way too small. Right. For what they were doing with the character. And where they ended off, there's no way that Sony could pick up the ball. No. Not at Not all. Not the way they ended uh, Far From Home. Did you watch Far From Home? Yeah, I watched it. So, yeah. If you watch the ending of Far From Home, there is absolutely no possible way... 
that Sony could do uh-uh. anything with the character except for restart the entire franchise. And I'm tired of seeing Uncle Ben get owned. And that's exactly what Sony would do. Right. Which is exactly where Disney... They did it right when they brought uh, <coughs> Park, they, Peter Parker into the universe. They had Tony Stark be the Uncle Ben yeah. in the universe. Yep. Which, Tony Stark will be back in some of the other movies already they're talking about. What? Yeah. There's many different ways you can do that. Because he's already had moments where he's talking to computers that are, like, his dad. Yeah. So, basically, he just puts his consciousness into a computer. Well, so Jarvis, they're actually doing comic book stuff. Right. So, I'm assuming that's how he's going to come back. Probably even be in a suit, but there'll be no person in it. Right. Type thing. Yeah. Um, Just on a side note. J.J. Abrams is writing a Spider-Man comic book for Marvel right now. Uh-huh. And allegedly, I don't know, I haven't looked into it, he killed Mary Jane. I just wanted to bring that up in case anybody was curious. Well, Mary Jane has died in other things, too. Right, but... Well, Spider-Man's two love interests have always really been... Well, three love interests, if you really want to go that route, has been Gwen Stacy, Felicia Hardy, who is Black Cat, and Mary Jane. But with Mary Jane Watson being, you know, the love... Uh, I guess with with him writing the comic and killing Mary Jane, everybody's like, <gasps> type of deal. You know, I don't know. I don't read too many comic books nowadays, so I just figured I'd bring that up. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Yeah. So how do you feel about uh, Spider Man being allowed to uh, come play with his buddies again? I I thought in the first place it was a terrible idea for Sony to even think that they could do it without the MCU. Huge balls on them. Right. But in the end they would have taken it and they would have done whatever they were going to do with it. They would have done a Venom Spider-Man movie and it would have been meh. (laughs) It would have been Spider-Man 3 all over again. It would have been it would have been kind of along the lines of Spider-Man 3. They don't know how to make superhero movies. Nope. Which is frustrating because they came up with the show Powers, and Powers was good. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the first Spider-Man was alright. Okay, so yeah. First one was alright. Second one was, okay, I'll deal with a few things. Well, no, Doctor, Doctor Octon, that one was really good. <coughs> yeah, there was just a few things in there. You were like, when he lost his powers for... It was like his powers were tied to his emotions. Yeah, which I thought was dumb. Yeah. I was like, when he loses his powers just because he's just like, I'm not sure I have powers type thing. And you're just like, you've done all this stuff in all these other, in just one movie, which equals a long period of time where you've been doing this. I'm pretty sure you're not going to struggle with the confidence (laughs) issue of this not working. Can't get the web out. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Happens to other people, Nate, but not Wait. everybody else. Hold on. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to think of what you're trying to... Yeah. I'm talking about Spidey powers. All right. Like mm-hmm. so you webs. You excited to see more Spideys? I am. Do you I... think he's going to be in the next Avengers event? You think they're going to they're gonna realize that... That Peter Parker is so integral to the universe. I'm. This is what I'm calling. I'm saying by the end of the two years, the two movies, 
he would basically be locked in there. Yeah. Because next movie, it's just going to lock him in deeper. Right. And then the following movie after that, unless they kill him, which they may do. They've already done it once. Which that would bring on Miles. I would love Miles to be in the MCU proper. Right. So that's the only way that they don't lock him in. Right. If they kill him after the end of the second movie, which would probably be like an... I'm going to say the second movie is going to be an Avengers type of movie. Mm-hmm. I was thinking so. Um, and he may die in the first half of it. Okay. And then they have to bring in Miles to... If they do the Ultimate Spider-Man route, that'd be very interesting. So, that's that's my theory on the whole thing. Right. Sometimes my theories are way off. Right. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it's, it's well it's well founded. I mean, it's understandable. Like, Miles Morales now is such a... Um, well, specifically because of Into the Spider-Verse, has become so popularized now that even even before they made, like, uh, Far From Home and Homecoming, people already wanted Miles to be the next Spider-Man. But right. they wouldn't do it because it's like nobody knows who Miles is outside of the people who read the comics. Right, and... Tom, is it Tom, Tom Holland? Holland? Tom Holland is the character he plays in the Spider-Man. Yeah, movies. which and he plays a really good Peter. Yeah, he plays a great Peter and a good Spider-Man. Yeah, all at the same time, and he's an acrobat, so he can do all the stuff that that this that they need him to do. Yeah, <clears throat> right. So keep him in there as long as possible because he's so likable. I know a few people that don't like him. They're wrong. And yeah, they can have their own opinions, but they're wrong. Because <laughs> he's just so enjoyable yeah. with that character. Yeah. And because um, he's confident, but at the same time insecure right. about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And they're not doing stupid things where you're just like, why would why would Spider-Man do that? Why would Spider-Man strut down the street going finger shooting at people? Yeah, I'm so awesome. Where he's in his emo phase. <laughs> Emo people don't do that. <laughs> you just haven't met the right ones. Oh, uh-huh, yeah? Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. All right. Quickly. The bet! I'll, so, I'll find some fake football music that's like somebody sings. Yeah, that'll work. Oh, sorry. That's the final countdown. That's great. Song. Anyways. Yeah, we're not even close to the final countdown. Anyway, six. Camera really, really useless. Our bet is... This is week six. And I'm still winning. Shut up. <laughs> Just because we haven't posted anything yet. Yeah. We haven't got to the... I Anyways, mean, we will have had six. posted, but we are not posting right now Giants, because we're on the other week. Your Giants at New England. New England. Ah. New England. Seattle, Cleveland. Seattle. You just give up. I mean, you're going to lose anyway, so just yeah. you can just choose whoever you want. Apologize for cussing. I wasn't <laughs> expecting for that shit. I'm going to go Cleveland. Dallas Jets. You're going to jet all over Dallas? You're going to Dallas all over the Jets? Ooh. Well, see, when I was thinking the Jets, I was thinking when you're a Jet, you're a Jet to the end, from your last cigarette to your last dying day. You really going to... What is? What's that? West Side Story. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, you West Side storied. Uh, I'm going to go with Dallas on this one, just because I know you're going to go with Dallas. Yep. 
Carolina, Tampa Bay. That way it's not, it's it's basically a wash on that one. Uh, We're both going to lose that game, watch. Probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, Tampa Bay. Carolina. Cincinnati, Baltimore. I'm going to Cincinnati. Just love the theme song. Baltimore. <laughs> New Orleans, Jacksonville. Ah, Jacksonville. Um, I'm too going to go Jacksonville. Houston, Kansas City. KC. Kansas City as well. Washington. <laughs> Did you not read your writing? M-I-C. Oh, Miami. M-I-A. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I'm going to go Washington. Just because I like Dan Marino in the movie Ace Ventura. Philadelphia. Oh, what the? the? What the? You can't read Philadelphia. At Miami. At Miami. <laughs> it's not. Obviously, Miami can't be in two places at the same time. Says so. you. You don't know the power of dolphins? <laughs> Oh, that would be a terrible superpower. I feel like... Teleporting dolphins? Actually, that would be a pretty cool superpower. Mm -hmm. Teleporting. I don't know what I'd do with it. What? Probably something evil. Philadelphia, Minnesota. (laughs) Some, some like... It'd be like a weird variant of Hollow Man. You could teleport into somebody's closet if you really wanted to, depending on the, the specifics of the powers. I'm sorry. Continue. Ooh, and then I'd that be would like, be a good power. Um, teleporting into people's closets? No. Then you... <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, jumper? Oh. Like seeing a, be able to see a picture and be like... That movie sucked. The movie did suck, but I, I like the concept I would, of... I would say Anyways, the difficult thing about Minnesota. Jumper is... Okay, so you Minnesota. see a picture of something, Minnesota. and then all of a sudden I've been into buildings, and they just move furniture around and stuff like that. Minnesota. Next thing you know, Philadelphia, you're... Philadelphia, Minnesota. We're, we're on like an hour and ten minutes here. Minnesota. Minnesota. Atlanta, Arizona. Xavier tells me not to go with the area where it's hot, so I'm going to do Atlanta. I'm going to visit it. I don't know what Arizona got going for it since they Aren't lost you... their... Uh... Wait, you said Arizona? No, I said... Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay, both Atlanta. 49ers, Rams. 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 Tennessee, Denver. Denver. Tennessee. Pittsburgh, Chargers. I'm going to do... Man, which one would win? Pittsburgh or Chargers? Uh Let's see. I feel like the Chargers are going to win. Just going off the name. Detroit, Green Bay. I'm going to say, so both of them have things that are going for them. Both of them are cold. Both of them don't live around people. They're both basically in open spaces. Um, I'm going to go with Detroit on this one just because it's my home team. Green Bay. And again, this bet is winner gets 55-ounce bag of peanut butter M&M's. Yeah. 
which I'm going to win. I'm looking forward to. And, just, and just, David's going to do the cinnamon challenge. Yeah. And just so you know, I'm going to share all the peanut butter M's with all the people in the world, except for Nate. I may or may not have already bought a 55-ounce bag of peanut butter M's. <laughs> so, and you'll be done with it. By the, and it'll be done by tomorrow. <laughs> just kidding. I have not bought them. Anyways. Thanks for listening. Wait, so what you're saying is is you've already decided that the bet was over and that I have, won. I have so not. you bought me a bag of you know M&Ms? We should, pro- <laughs> we should probably buy the bag just because, you know, when we, whoever we go at the end, when we go to buy it, it's going to be out of stock. Let me just change it. There's going to be other ones. He only wants the peanut ones. You know how picky No, he no, is. no, but they have a whole bunch of different ones of the peanut. They have different sizes. Right, no, I'm just I'm just joking. Yeah, you just want the, the giant bag. But it'll go stale. Not if you don't open them. Well, how do you... It'd be the same thing as if they're sitting on a shelf. No. Or sitting wherever they are. No. It's See, I would anyways, know about that. Welcome to listening. the Nailed It Podcast, where we discuss the staleness of M&M's. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Nailed It Podcast. If you like it, please subscribe to all our social media. Our Facebook is at the Nailed It Podcast. Our Twitter is the Nailed It Pod. Also look for us on Patreon. Thank you for listening.